This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is Mr. Octavio Victal, the president of Green Impact. How are you, sir? Very good, Corey. Thank you for having us. Thank you for making time to be on the show. What you're doing is very important in the world of sustainable packaging, and I can't wait to tell everyone about it. Could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yes, sir. Well, I would say we're a 16-year-old veteran in the PET recycling world. I started in plastic bottles in the city of Puerto Vallarta, Jalisco, destination a lot of people know. (laughs) Very popular tourist destination, but nice to hear that other positive things are happening in that area of the world. Yeah, we, we, we actually started there back in the day where there was no sort initiative. So the Chinese were taking it all. So we had an opportunity just to take garbage out of the landfill, grind it up, send it to China. Wow. But uh, we started seeing kind of like the future and we understood we had to take it to the next level. And uh, we decided to start making some investments. By the way, this is a family business. My dad was our first investor. Oh, wow. uh, my brother, he's an architect. I barely finished high school. Uh, oh, you're, you're doing great things. I love it. I love to hear the stories. But now my, my brother is an architect of recycling. And, <laughs> and my dad can probably say I'm the surgeon of recycling as well. <laughs> I, shall I call you Dr. Victal? Oh, no. Hell. <laughs> Not the at doctor all. of recycling. I, I love that. That makes I just, me very I just happy. I broom, my friend. <laughs> well, all, all roles are important in this world, and I'm so thankful for what you do. Uh, Can you yeah, tell us about, uh, about Green Impact and, and what it is that you focus on? So, yeah, you know, just, just, just before getting there, yeah. we've always kind of like uh, figure out we needed to do something different than the rest of the recycling industry. And we actually had a very profitable and unique business inside a state prison in Puerto Vallarta. We employed 110 inmates where we produce food grade bottle flake that we sold to the bottle to bottle recycling industry. And that's our beginnings. Excellent. Fast forward 14 years later, you know, the industry evolved a lot, especially in Mexico. Mexico has a very a very high recovery rate, and a lot of us were just fighting for bottles. We were fighting, you know, fighting with big companies owned by Coca-Cola, Pepsi, mm-hmm. the big boys. It was no longer a family business. Right. And JP and I, Juan Pablo, my brother, we decided to figure out what else we could recycle. And because the sheet business was, so, you know, for a long time, our one of our very consistent customers especially mm-hmm. as the strawberry and raspberry business grow in Mexico, we said like, well, we got to figure out how to recycle these containers. And we start putting our minds to it. We always had a lot of good relationships in the U.S. We've always been very participant at the APR, NAPCOR, all, all kinds of trade shows and associations. And I get a call from a friend. You probably know Senate Bill 54 just passed in California. But when Senate Bill 54 was introduced, 
I get a call from a friend in California and they say, Octavio, there's a bunch of people over here that are trying to figure out how to recycle thermoforms because they're going to be hit by this bill. Yeah. And yeah. I told them there's a crazy Mexican that's already doing it. <laughs> I love it. Would you come over here to LA and talk to these folks? <laughs> now the, the head of this association is a still good friend of mine, John McKernan, Association of Post-Consumer Thermoform Recycling or Alliance for Post-Consumer Thermoform Recycling. A lot of big brands, Driscoll, Taylor Farms, Lucky, all those guys were in there because they were very concerned about facing out single-use plastics in California. Right. Get there, tell them exactly what we were doing in Juarez. Our facility is in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. I see you have a map in the back, so you can see in the, <laughs> in the very in the right. side yeah. of uh, <laughs> uh, Texas, yeah. right in the middle of nowhere. That's us. But we're yeah. very connected to everywhere, right? Yeah. We're in the middle of nowhere, but we're connected to everywhere. Very important part of the world. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we talked to... Talk to those folks, and they were they were very more concerned about oh we gotta we gotta you know migrate to recycle ready labels and polyolefine everything that can be washed away and, and me and my brother we told them like well guess what we have a solution for what's in the market right now yeah if we wait a little more there's going to be more of this stuff in the landfill. Right. Send the bill 54 a few months later was done, but then we kept going and we kept doing our stuff. And then a few months later, we met some folks in California that had just received a grant to recycle thermoforms, a company called Our Planet Earth, mm-hmm. and they had received $3 million grant. And they told me, Octavio, have you been able to recycle a single panel of thermoforms? Do you think you can recycle California bells in your facility? So well, we won't know until we try. <laughs> And the rest is history. And this Love is it. back in 2019. And we've been recycling PT thermoforms nonstop since then. It's pure streams of 100% PT thermoforms. That's excellent. Well done, sir. Congratulations for, for finding a niche and a very, very difficult part of the, the world of packaging and solving a problem. So well done. Thank you. So that's our background. Very important. So let's talk about D6. You guys have an incredible partnership with them. How did that come to be? Well, actually, and I'm a storyteller. Yeah, I love it. I was in my office after I took a consulting position in our planet Earth. I was their sustainable, their sustainability director for a while. And I was at my office and Ed was there because Ed was one of their first customers and, you know, I'm in my office, minding my own, and I hear my name, and I just, <laughs> I poke my head out of my office, and I go, I just heard my name. Who do we have to kill? <laughs> and then Ed and I still talk about that day, and, you know, that's when I met Ed, and soon after I left our planet Earth, he gave me a call, or I gave him a call, I don't remember, and it's like, hey, Octavio, I love what you're doing. Yeah, what you're doing is also incredible. I got invited to his facility in Oregon, had a few beers, and yeah. He's a, just a great guy to be with. And, and we just started, you know, throwing ideas up in the air and understanding that the future was not bottle to thermoform, but thermoform to thermoform. Right. And uh, it's impressive what you're doing and what Ed Dominion from D6 is 
is doing with you is absolutely, in my opinion, the future. If if all can go as planned, or even if you have to pivot a little bit, I'm sure I I, I have the feeling that you two will will get this done. Oh no, we're 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 on our path. I, I can't tell you I can tell you how long it'll take. Knowing that, we're not going to stop. No. Yeah, he doesn't like to take no for an answer, and he will absolutely get it done. I I have faith in both of you and your teams. Yeah, go ahead. You know, as soon as we started recycling BT thermoforms at, at you know an industrial scale, we had the we had the chance to meet the folks at three schools. Mm-hmm. And you probably seen that three schools was the first brand to actually mandate the use of BT thermoforms mm-hmm. back into their packaging. Their brand was the one that actually drove our consumption and our business, and they did a great job. Ed also, you know, was part of the the Driscoll's network, and you know, getting getting us connected with Driscoll's kind of like everybody. Right. Octavio, we gotta figure out how, how how to get more thermoforms to you. Right, and and that's the that's the impetus for this new system that that you and, and D6 are working on together where you're paying consumers like all of us listening to recycle their thermoform trays so that you can turn them back right into thermoform trays domestically. Yes, it is funny. Texas is one of the states that has the lowest recycling rates <laughs> in the US. But even even coming from California, getting thermoforms was pretty hard. Because actually, the bottle bill in California incentivates MERS to put thermoforms inside the bottles. They get paid to put that. And even though it's the same molecule, you know, PET and PET, there's a lot of differences between one and the other. And whoever says they can process both in one asset, it's kind of like, nope, you're just going to pulverize the, the, the thermoforms. The right. idea, oh, it's not going to work. The label's different. You got different. It, it just flows different through the system. So, Interesting. So California was a, a, a big. California was a big challenge for us to really get thermoforms, and then we started figuring out where where we can get more. Like we gotta figure out how to get more, and this is where we started brainstorming with a lot of different stakeholders: Texas by Nature, Texas for Clean Waters, all my colleagues in the bottle recycling industry. Because the industry that I come from, which is the bottle industry, they don't like thermoforms in their in their bottles. Right. They want they want to see less thermoforms. More bottle the bottle, right? The bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like Octavio. Whatever we can do to help, we'll do. But the MERVs, you know, curbside kind of doesn't doesn't work. So we started figuring out. Okay, gotta think beyond. We started partnering up with people like Ridwell, Cyclops, uh, Replenish. Right. Smaller, smaller entities that can do a recovery at a smaller scale, but they can eventually grow. And then these these new Sam's Club pilot with right here in our backyard in El Paso, <laughs> which you know, if it's a success, it's just proving that two things: people will return packaging if they're rewarded. Right especially in Texas, where recovery rates are very low. And the other, that this could be potentially spread all over the U.S., at least the way through the state. And then eventually all over the world, right? It makes sense. 
this is this is a way this is the way it works in in Germany. I, we just came back from doing some trials in Germany and Austria from some new equipment that we're procuring, and you know you go to a supermarket and the supermarket owns those reverse bending bending machines because they own their own recycling facilities and they put it back into their own private label bottles. Totally so, circular, yeah. Circular, and it's the more I hear about this, and and Octavio, you're my 141st interview on this podcast, I, the more I hear about this, the more we talk about grocery stores. And that seems to be the, this, this missing link to getting packaging back in a controlled manner or, or recycled items back. Do you feel like that's kind of the future? I think there is no one, one solution fits all. Yeah. I think different states and different regions from the U S or the world will, accept different kinds but uh, you will never know until you try <laughs> That's so you, it. Gotta, you gotta try one works didn't work i mean you gotta go through the empiric solution yes. does it work didn't it work i mean right absolutely and i want to speak to the companies that you mentioned earlier redwell and recyclops for the people listening who may not know are companies that will come to your house and pick up your recycling from you and it's an amazing system and it's ancillary to normal curbside recycling. But what those two companies have done is figured out, look, we can be a value to consumers who want to be environmentally friendly and really, really provide a solution here. So I love that. I, I know you are from that area and you love those systems and you probably know one, one, one of the one of the successes for you know, those programs is the transparency, right? Yeah. And the consumer engagement, knowing like you go to the Ridwell page, you go and say, we'll pick up your clamshells, we'll pick up your film and the film will take it to tracks. These will right. go to, well, you know, or the clamps will go down to green impact, go back to another drizzle container. I mean, yeah. they'll tell you the story. And, and I guess this is, this is the real disconnect. I told you we've been doing it for 16 years and this is where, where the real disconnect happens. Especially when when the Chinese were taking it all, nobody knew what it did. Nobody no, knew. You just in and it disappears. Right, right. And, and, and now the consumers really understanding and engaging in what's going on and saying, "Oh, if I put in the blue bean, maybe it will even not even end up recycled." Right, and that it's exactly right. We have to educate the consumer, and we have to educate companies as to how to mark their packaging so that so that consumers will know what to do with it you know putting the chasing arrows with the number one on it does not mean that it can go in your blue bin it not always now in some areas yes you know canada and certain areas but yeah you're right you saw bill 343 in california no chasing arrows if it's not 50 percent recovered or more so I think that's a great idea, uh, 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 and it educates and gives a better message to the consumer. Absolutely, absolutely, and it solves a big problem because now the recycle stream is valuable, and companies like yourselves are going to be very busy. <laughs> so we appreciate that. Hey, whatever I can do, right? I told you, we just push the broom. <laughs> Well, we appreciate what you're doing. It's a very important part of the the whole ecosystem. What do you think 
what's the what's the next steps here? We we do the trial on a limited basis, and then we start doing more and more stores here. More and more, we need we need more champions. We need more people to step step up, like Driscoll, Sam's Club, D Six. Everybody that's involved, you know, we got very, very loyal customers that want to support it. Some of them are a little afraid of speaking publicly. Mm -hmm. uh, we are, we are definitely, you know, challenging or, or, or breaking a paradigm of, you know, very long lasting industry of waste that yeah. used to work in the eighties, but this is, you know, this is 2022. Yeah. I mean, there's so much different stuff in there. You you cannot just rely on what was working when we were kids. Right. Right. And I think you're going to see major changes. We already are. You hear the announcements first, and then they, they come to fruition, we hope. Re reusable packaging, recycled packaging, it's all coming to fruition. And it's it's most of it's very positive. So yeah. It's exciting. And plastic is not a bad thing or, you know, what. And anything that we were consuming today is not a bad thing. Look, look at how convenient it is to go buy our, our stuff. It just, where do we put it and how do yeah. we manage it right? Right. We have to, we have to look at it in a circular way. And if we don't, I think there's a mistake there. So well said, I, I absolutely agree with you. Hey, the, the circularity has been here for many years, right? I mean, this, this is not something we, we invented this year. <laughs> That's it. But now it's becoming top of mind and it's becoming eventually, in my opinion, it will be the law. And companies that aren't jumping on this today are going to be behind. So there's a sense of urgency building within the industry. And, you know, I work for Landsberg Aurora, one of the most sustainable packaging companies in in the world. And we're even working hard to be more sustainable with partners like you and D6. So it's, a, it's exciting times. We see you in every retail business. We <laughs> well, thank you so much, sir. And we, what need, is, we need more of those. Absolutely. What is, what's the best way for people to get a, in touch with you, sir? Our webpage, we got to submit, you know, we, we, we got a little questionnaire there. They can reach out. Unfortunately, we are a very small company, still me, my brother, and a few folks. But fortunately, if you send a, a request form in there, guess who's going to get it? <laughs> you or Mr. JP. Or Mr. JP. The doctor or the lawyer. Yes. Doctor or the architect. <laughs> That's right. The architect. Sorry. <laughs> Well, you have to hire a lawyer of recycling soon, I'm sure. Do you have a cousin or someone that you can hire? We, we don't like lawyers. <laughs> we'll keep we that like to the point. <laughs> well, no comment, sir. But absolutely excited and appreciative of this interview. So much fun. And, and thank you for what you're doing in the world. Oh, anytime. And then I'll send you a, a free baggie of flake. <laughs> address. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait I'll send you out samples. <laughs> thank you Octavio and thank you for listening you're welcome uh, I we, appreciate it we, uh, we love what you're doing as well thank you sir and thank you Landsberg Aurora for sponsoring this podcast if you're listening make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and I do plan to do a follow up interview with Mr. Octavio because this has been really good so thank you all this episode is sponsored by Specrite the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed. 
when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve, The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.